Thank you for listening to the Melovision podcast, the podcast with me, Joachim, where I get to talk about Eurovision Song Contest and Melody Festivalen with all of my friends from around the world. If you like the show, please share it with your friends and don't forget to follow us on our social media. Just search for Melovision Podcast. Now, let's get on with the show. Hello everyone and welcome back to our fourth pre-Eurovision episode of Melovision with me Joachim and we will talk about the second half of the second semi-final. How exciting! Uh, and together with me today, as always, Philip. Hello, how are you? I am wonderful, how are you? I'm good, I'm ready for it. Second half of semi two. Oh, yes. So exciting. Very exciting. <laughs> uh, as always in these pre Eurovision episodes, we have a guest with us, and today is the close friend of the podcast, Joe from Manchester. Hello, darlings. Manchester calling. How is Sweden? <laughs> Cold, rainy. Oh, How's same. Manchester? Same. <laughs> it's been snowing today, <laughs> so uh, and it's April. So yeah, that's interesting. Wonderful. Are you excited Global about uh, Eurovision in general? Not particularly this part of Eurovision. <laughs> Global warming. Greta told me it was going to warm up. That bitch lied to me. Okay. <laughs> mm. um, uh, I couldn't be any less excited about this part of this semi-final if I tried. I'm glad you guys saved all the great songs for me. <laughs> yeah. It's but, not our fault. <laughs> you know, it's it's really just a coincidence, really. But it is your fault. They're probably all produced by Swedes, you know. So I think you need to take some accountability here. I think, like, actually, I think this is the one semi-final or the half of the semi-final that doesn't have a song that's produced by a Swede. So, oh, yeah, there you go. Mm. Uh, how are you excited about Eurovision then, in general? Yeah, I'm kind of in that like pre-Eurovision lull. I don't know about you guys, but it's so intense from like the end of January. We kick off with Albania on the 24th of December with their song. But then France comes and we have like six or seven songs and they just come thick and fast until like mid-March. And I listen to them intensely. It's all I listen to in the car, at home, and I'm out walking. And then I feel like it gets to this point of the Eurovision season. I have to take a little break. Mm. I just tell me my like two weeks downtime not really listening to the songs i know what all my favorites are uh i know which ones i don't like all of them are in this semi-final uh yeah that's where i'm at with it do you want do you know what i mean though about that like yeah lull because mm-hmm. have to get rehearsal clips and stuff and then it'll all get really exciting again yeah yeah, it feels like, I mean, we're still more than a month away when we're recording this uh so it feels quite distant but I'm still very excited for like May and I heard I just watched like some clip from the Eurovision YouTube page and apparently the artists are planned to arrive in Rotterdam on the 8th of May. Um, oh wow. If things go well, I guess, and mm. we don't get a third or fourth wave or whatever. Um, mm. But I mean, that's then really close. I mean, that's a month yeah. away from today almost. I, I saw today that as well that the um, the build is happening now in the Ahoy Arena. It's mm-hmm. done by today, the building of the stage. We have our first ever Eurovision testing pavilion where everyone is getting their tests every day. So that has mm. to be a Eurovision first. Gotta get tested. It's a chlamydia test. <laughs> For some of the acts. It's not, not a test of quality, judging by some of these guys. <laughs> quality no. test. Sorry, there is no, you, <laughs> you cannot enter the arena. <laughs> there is no rapid flow that can save Georgia, let's put it that way. <laughs> Ugh, no, definitely not. Uh, but well, you know how this goes down. This is a fourth episode, obviously. So uh, we give out our scores, zero to eight and then ten or 12 to each and every song. So, you know, who knows? We might hand out 12 points to all the songs in this part of the semifinal. Doubt it, but... uh, And then we'll, of course, finish off with our last two of the big five this episode. Very exciting. And, of course, a little spoiler, it's the UK, one of them. So, mm, exciting. Uh, So, shall we start? Let's. Let's. So... 
To kick off the second half of the second uh, semi-final, it's Georgia with Tornike Kipiani with the song You. should not have to put yourself through this is what we should call this song what is this song i, I mean i've just listened back to it again i really wish i hadn't uh <laughs> i think this is the second worst song in the competition um i it's very you guys know me well it's very rare that words fail me but i sit and listen to this song and i just have nothing objective to say about it like, it is literally like a fart being carried on the wind. It just disappears in my mind. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of my all-time least favourite Eurovision songs. And boy, have we had some stinkers. Oh, wow. Then I have to ask, what's your worst song from this year, then? If this is the second worst? Uh, it's Vasil. Oh, North Macedonia. <laughs> yes. Yeah. North the- Macedonia. I mean, I would rather pull my own toenails out without anaesthetic than listen to that song. <laughs> yeah, it didn't. It didn't score well. Let's let's no. say that. No. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, this is an absolute steaming pile of crap. This song, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, your score? <laughs> Zero. Uh, <laughs> you know, I have Zero drawn. points. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe twelve. Uh, no, this. I agree with everything. This is so sleepy. I, I will listen to this when I want to go to sleep, or maybe mm. not. Uh, this will not go to the final. Uh, dislike mm. is the worst ballad of all the ballads this year. Uh, zero points to Georgia. Mm. I'm feeling, am I being kind today? Because I c- completely agree with everything you've said. Uh, but, you know, I have a weak spot for a beard. So he's getting <laughs> you know, off. Cute. <laughs> he is cute. Selection by or what? <laughs> I mean, we have to pull something here, and I'm pulling something. Um, I'm giving. He's it... bald and he has a beard. I mean, Two that's points. my. That was my first boyfriend. So <laughs> a point for each. <laughs> uh, no, no, I'm giving the beard one point, so he get one point. That's oh, that's very nice. Yeah, very, like, very. But I mean, the lyrics to this is so basic. It's basically been written by a toddler. This is. So, I mean, I want to feel the mountains, f- see, hear the ocean. Oh, God, come on. No. Absolutely I've only awful. listened to it through twice. The, when it was released, a moment ago on YouTube. Other than that, I only, I've never even, as soon as I see in the, the car that it's coming on, I'm just like, no. uh, series skip. I cannot put myself through it. No. No, it's, it's really no. awful. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to the country that announced their act, as always, the first of the year. Uh, it is Albania with, an, oof, pronunciation, uh, <laughs> Anshila Peristeri, maybe, uh, with the song Karma. <laughs> not a bad song it's also just not a good song and it is also so predictable it's like what the albanians did they took every single balkan song ever fed it into a machine got a balkan eurovision algorithm and they spat this song out back at them and then they did what they do every year which is they release it then they revamp it and it's basically just like a warbling Balkan song with a little bit of production in over the top now. Um, I think she, uh, the song is just so 
predictable as I said. She is great. She looks great. She can sing. I have. I actually quite enjoy the vocal on this. I think her voice is nice, but I just think this is a bit of a snooze fest, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm going to give this four points. Mm. Mm. Yeah, uh, she's very beautiful. Uh, she has an amazing voice. Uh, I think uh, uh, the staging will be done by Sasha Jean-Baptiste, mm. if I'm not correct. Uh, so, yeah, I, I really like this song. I don't put next when it comes on on Spotify. Uh, I think after Georgia, this will like be, oh, thank you. Uh, and this will go to the final. So seven points. Oh, yes. That that's that's high. Um, I I I have a weak spot for the Balkan sound that Albania and usually Serbia also provides to the contest, uh, and I do think the revamp did something to the song in a good way. I think it put and brought some drama to the song, which it was lacking uh, from the it first version. It made it version. A little, feel a little bit more modern as well. I think it definitely modernized yeah. it a little. And I mean, I I really like the song. If the song was uh, like the last, like maybe one minute, uh, all the way through. I would definitely put this as one of my favorite ballads this year. But sadly, it takes a while to get there. Uh, so I'm gonna agree with Joe and give this four points as well. But I, I'm hoping for a good staging and a good live performance, and that could actually maybe. I mean, this is a weak semifinal, so this that could pull it through to go through the to the final. But, Who yeah. knows? I mean, Sasha Jean Baptiste is doing it, so it will be darkly lit with a spotlight and a little bit of hand choreography. <laughs> so let's hope that sees it through. Sade, Sade. <laughs> uh, yes, is she? She is. She's. Yeah, it's um, doing a lot this season. This I just year, don't get it. I don't year. understand why. If you were a, a Eurovision country that had a big song, you would go for Sasha Jean Baptiste. I think it. Uh, uh, I think it's it's a bit getting a bit saming, and she does mm. so much, and everything she does now I assimilate to something else. She did a staging recently, and it was so much like the Armenian staging from 2017. I was like, this is the same thing, and I think some of the countries should take a bit more of a risk with the staging, pull something in that's a bit fresher and a bit more exciting. It's almost mm-hmm. like, isn't it? You know how good Eurovision songs don't win Eurovision. Mm. Uh, you know, Eurovision staging doesn't win Eurovision. Is how I'm starting to feel. I really feel. I really wish people would stop and countries would stop playing it safe and using her as a go-to. I, I don't know. Mm. I'm a bit icky about it. Yeah. I mean, I think they all want to get that sort of fuego effect, but do remember that although she did, sure, she did the, the staging for that song, but it was about the song, really. Uh, of course. In that case. And Eliane. <laughs> yeah. And the fact that Eleni could turn it out like she did. Yeah. I mean, the staging was nice, but it wasn't groundbreaking. You know, it was a little no. bit of a little bit of smoke and, a, you know, a single spotlight and some fire, which is what she gives to everyone. Mm. Yeah. We'll see what she turns out for Miss Peristeri. Who knows? Uh, moving on to uh, the Eurovision winner of 2017. It's Portugal with the band The Black Mamba uh, with the song Love is on my side. Now, no doubt this is going to be uh, very different to how you feel about it. I actually quite like this song. I think it is nice. I think it's a beautiful song, which is within the traditional construct of a song. You know, it has verses and choruses. I like that Mm. a lot. I think his voice is nice. Uh, I think the... The lyrics are good. I actually like it, but again, it's not going to stick out, is it? It's not going to be at the end of that semi-final. Oh, mm. no, it's not going... It has. It's just nice, and nice just isn't good enough. I also don't think the live performance is anywhere near as good as the studio version, um, so that is of concern. Mm. Uh, but I see it all around. This is maybe one of my favourite ballads this year. 
Uh, and I'm going to give this a very healthy six points. Oh. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. That's nice. For a nice song. Uh, I agree. Uh, it's a good voice. He has a good voice. I only listen to the studio version. So after this, I need to look into the live one. But uh, I, I really li- like his voice. Uh, you get drawn to in to his voice. But I get really sleepy listening to this song. Um, so I have nothing else to say. It's a band. It's a nice song. One point. Oh, wow. She cuts deep. <laughs> I completely disagree with him having a good voice. I find it to be like that, at least in the live performance. It's very nasal and it is, I mean, is he... How, how does he go again? Just like, can we have that once more? <laughs> Mary had a little laugh. <laughs> I mean, I know. And I think it's so, I just find it so comical how... Like the band is on stage and they really, they are in love with this song. And I just, I'm just flabbergasted. I'm like, are you, are we listening to the same thing? Cause this is some shit on toast. This is no, uh, zero points. No, Portugal. Wow. Disappointing as always. I absolutely can't see this going through. I mean, traditionally no. we know jazz doesn't go down mm-hmm. the Eurovision. Uh, I don't think this has the legs to see it through. Even in what is a weak semi-final. Mm, no. Very tough. Very tough. Uh, let's move on to someone or a country that is very high up in the betting charts. It is Bulgaria with Victoria, who were supposed to represent Bulgaria last year. This year she is participating with the song Growing Up is Getting Old. I just, another one for me, I just don't get it. I don't get the hype surrounding this. She, uh, uh, she's trying to go for like a Billie Eilish kind of mm. sound is how it feels, but it's very melodic and slow. If Billie Eilish was an amazing cocktail, this is like a virgin version. This is the one without the booze in it. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. It's just boring. And I don't get every year now that I feel like Bulgaria have become like the new Russia, as in... They could literally put out a symphony of people farting and they would still be at the top of the betting. There's like this big expectation every year for them. Um, When I watch the video, I must say it does kind of sit a little better against the backdrop of the video and it makes a little bit more sense. So whether this will be one of those on the night that surprises me and maybe I like it a lot more live, I think what we don't have the luxury of this year is the uh, previews and the live performances that we normally get from the preview. So we're really going in blind with a lot of these acts because a lot of them, I know, I think she has performed this song live, but they're not sort of, you know, turning out live performance after live performance. So I don't know. I can see a lot of people liking this for me. It just doesn't hit the mark with me whatsoever. And it gets three points. Mm. Yeah. Uh, what was her? Uh, what's the name of her entry last year? Uh, you remember, guys? Uh, getting sober, something wasn't yeah. it? Um, so yeah. getting old and yes. getting sober. And also- yeah, I really, I really like that one. Uh, much better than this one. Uh, and uh, as uh, you said, Joe, it's very Billie Eilish. She's sticking to her sound. Uh, it's not bad, but it's not amazing. Uh, and I don't like the video at all. Uh, in her old mom clothes. I don't understand anything. Uh, and it's also a sleepy ballad. But it's not the worst ballad. So it's in the middle for me. Six points. Mm. Yeah, I think uh, this has something to it. But it's just too bad that I feel... I mean, this kind of singing, which she has in common with Billie Eilish, I guess, where it sounds like you're high on i don't know ketamine or something or does that or does that make you upbeat i don't know i don't i'm not a i'm not a friend of drugs but she's on downers not uppers definitely downers uh and that just makes me want to have a cigarette break or a pee break this won't 
unless she put out some amazing live vocals. Obviously, as you said, Joe, we haven't seen that. I haven't seen a single live performance of this song. Uh, so maybe she is amazing live. Um, but just based on the video and the recorded version, for me, this is a ballad that I definitely will forget. Uh, especially in a sea of ballads, that is the semi-final two. Um, three points for me. Um, this is It's a decent song, but it's nothing that I listen to regularly. I do think, however, this will sail through and it will 100% be top 10. I think it's just got that written all over it, but it just doesn't yeah. resonate. I mean, if you look at, I mean, it's a great semi-final for her when you look at, like, her, the neighboring countries uh, are basically all in it. And then, I mean, the juries will probably eat this up together with the song that we're coming to later on. Um, so, yeah, she's definitely a given in the, in the final, I think. Although I don't particularly like it. <laughs> Moving you on. need someone for spot two. Sure, yeah. Uh, moving on to let's wake up, shall we? And what other country can help us wake up than Finland with the rock band Blind Channel and the song Dark Side? Are you awake, Joe? <laughs> I'd rather go to sleep. <laughs> uh, this is... I don't know. This is like so early noughties. It's mm. so corn or Limp Bizkit or... I understand rock songs uh, having their place at Eurovision 100% and, and being successful, even though they're not my genre. I think Lordy, uh, melodically, was an incredible song, even though it isn't the song maybe that I love, I just think this is um, predictable. Again, when it comes to this genre, I don't know what the other songs are like in the national final. Absolutely awful, uh, if this one is all I can think. The staging is weird as well. The other one is like behind one of them, and it's like they're sort of, I don't know. I'm just not a fan. I'm not a fan of this genre anyway. I think it feels dated, uh, and yeah, I don't think it's very good at all. <laughs> uh, just for the fact that it's quite lively I'm going to give it one point but this is not for me mm. <clears throat> yeah um, uh, Finland should be so lucky to be in this semi I would say uh, they will really stand out in this semi and I would think that it could take them to the final it's uh, like a good mediocre rock song it's very refreshing after four ballads, I would say. Yeah. So people were like, oh, what is this? And then, yeah. Uh, it's not my cup of tea, but I will... It's hard. I will give it four points. Mm. I, uh, surprisingly, enough, I really like this song. Uh, I think, especially in this semi-final, I think it will definitely stand out. Uh, has a good chance of going through to the final. Uh, I was sort of brought up to this sort of music. I had a brother who played like Linkin Park a lot, and this yeah. definitely takes me back to, as you said, like the early '90s. Uh, and I, I like it. I catch myself singing along to it every time it comes up on Spotify, and. Uh, definitely not pressing next it's on my playlist eurovision playlist uh and it's refreshing uh and i definitely think that this is um my favorite rock song this year um yeah i like is it. it is it the only rock song this year <laughs> uh i feel like we have another one don't we Italy. 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 Yeah. Italy. Yeah. Oh. Okay. No, then it's yeah. not my favorite rock song. Sorry. Uh, but uh, yeah, but it, I like it. Uh, it's not one of my favorite songs overall, um, but I feel it deserves a five. Moving on, we're st sticking to the Baltic Sea. It's Latvia with uh, the artist from last year as well, uh, Samantha Tina, uh, with the song "The Moon Is Rising." Moon 
empowerment. We have the uh, we had the we had the uh, pleasure of seeing her. Well, pleasure. I use the term loosely. We saw her perform at the Swedish preview party, didn't we, last year before yeah. uh, over Melfa's weekend? Mm-hmm. And she strikes me as a very awkward performer, which doesn't come across at all in the video. I love the video. I love the way the song starts, and it feels like it's going somewhere. And then we get to that, and that just goes on so long. It's definitely a copy paste of last year's song. I mean, I in my mind, there's no differentiation. Uh, there's no splitting the two songs. Mm. I can't think of them individually. They are the same song. Um, I don't skip it when it comes on. If that's any consolation. Um, I just find it a little bit repetitive. It feels like a slightly long three minutes would be how I feel about it. Uh, I'd give it a four. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, this was actually the first time I listened to the full song. And the first word I wrote down is Scream Queen. I think she screams through the song. Um, but she's doing her thing. Uh, I don't know. I don't really like it. It's too, she screams a lot. Uh, yeah, it hurts my ears. Uh, two points. Mm. Yeah, uh, I don't like it. Sorry. It's not, <laughs> don't be sorry. You do you, hun. <laughs> you do you. Yeah, I, I have to agree. This is not a favorite of mine. Uh, I also think it's very repetitive. It has something. It has a sound to it that could have been good. But I just feel like it's lacking a bit when it comes to lyrics, uh, performer, and um, yeah, the overall uh, production of the song. It just feels quite Eurovision 2010, you know? It feels, I don't know. Um, Yeah, I'm also giving it two points. Um, For me, this is not a song that I listen to at all except when I have to, like, for this episode. <laughs> Poor Samantha. Poor Samantha. Also, she wasn't... She was... Uh, she, she sat behind some friends of ours, didn't she, at the uh, dress rehearsal last year. Do you recall the show, Kim? Yeah, yeah, uh, true. Yeah. And apparently... Or some friends of ours sat behind her, some friends of yours, uh, mm. and apparently for the whole thing, she just sat on her phone looking at pictures of herself i get the impression that she is a handful from what we've heard uh, okay. she might be she might be that latvian diva is she, is she a superstar in latvia no idea i'm not sure mm. who knows maybe no idea. well maybe we are now going to talk about the swiss diva i don't know i think he's family anyways uh it's switzerland who is high up in the betting charts with john's tears and the song uh, tout le univers Thank you. Very good. <laughs> um, this, uh, I, I have to share what we shared this, didn't we? we uh, when it premiered the video, uh, we were, all, we're in a uh, Eurovision chat group on Facebook called the Eurovision Babes. Mm. And uh, we shared this and uh, our friend Nigel, uh, Nigel May said, watching the video, I just really wanted him to slow down, <laughs> which really made me laugh. Uh, it, it's, a, it's got real car commercial vibes to it. Um, it feels like a, a, an advert for a Volvo or a BMW or I don't know some French car. Mm. Um, I didn't like it the first time I listened to it, and I listened to it um, just on my phone and didn't think it was great. Listened to it on YouTube, and then I played it in the car l- real loud, um, and it it gave me the feels. I have to say, it really resonates. There's something mm. haunting about the lyrics. It's uh, not the lyrics, the, his vocal. I have not a clue what he's singing about. Our friend Nigel also speaks French and has no idea what he's speaking about. Um, right. And then I listened to it on my headphones and it actually, I, I've really sort of come around to this and I think it's a great song. Um, I saw some, I saw an Instagram Q&A that he was doing and in the Q&A someone asked him 
if he was going to be able to hit those vocals uh, on stage live in Rotterdam. And he literally gave a display of his vocal range and it is his voice is insanely good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he will nail this live. And I think we, we have a contender on our hands with this. I really like it. Uh, I'm going to give it 10 points. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I understand why this is the favorite to win. It will definitely be between uh, this song and uh, the French entry for the jury winning uh, votes. But I don't think it will win the televoting. Uh, yeah, I want to hear him sing live if he can hit those high notes. If he can do that, then maybe he will. He deserves to win. It's not my favorite, but it's good. It's very good. Seven points. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is... Uh, I mean, I, you got to appreciate his vocals, uh, even though... I mean, even if his, he only can pull them off in the recording, uh, they are quite something. And I do like the song towards the end uh, when the beat sort of gets more dramatic and you hear the drums. And um, it, that, for me, is when this song comes alive because the first two minutes of it is just so boring and not my cup of tea. This uh, and I, this is a song that I never listen to. Uh, you know, trying to listen to it now before we started recording... I can see why it's... Or no, I can't really. I can't see why this is up there in the bedding. <laughs> uh, this this is just not my thing. And But I do appreciate the quality of the song. And that's basically the only reason I give it four points. Um, but this is not um, a winner for me. If it were to win, ugh, disappointing. It is very similar to Arcade as well. Uh, yes. Lawrence. It has a totally same vibe about it. And it's quite nice. I feel like because we had the non-year last year, what we normally see, isn't it? We see a trend of songs that are like songs that did well the the years previous. I feel like because we have that sort of gap this year, we don't have that as much. But this really reminds me of Arcade. And for that reason, I think it could be one of those. It doesn't win either, but maybe snatches that crown. And Mm. also, I really want it to win because I cannot afford to go to Switzerland next year. (laughs) For a long weekend, maybe. (laughs) Yeah, just for like three days. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we've come to the last song of the semifinal too, and it's our lovely neighbors Denmark and <laughs> the band Fyr och Flamme with the song Över oss på hinnan end. Don't know if that pronunciation was right. <laughs> this is so dated, isn't it? But like, you know, when something like is so old, it comes back round again. Like this is so dated, it's almost cool, almost. I can't explain it. The first time I heard it, I absolutely hated it. It was something that I skipped all the time when it came on. But just recently, I've started to really get into it. I don't know why. It has this campery to it which i like it's got a cheesy vibe it's kind of 80s but in like a really tight perm kind of way that's how i think about it (laughs) uh even the performance is super cheesy the staging um yeah this has become one of the songs that i like least to certainly a song that has moved into the second half no idea what they are singing about i've read i've uh, had a look at the translated lyrics and it doesn't make an awful lot of sense still. Uh, but I like this. So I'm going to give it eight points. Oh, wow. Yeah. I agree. Uh, it's super funny. It makes me smile. It makes me happy. I love it that it is in Danish. Uh, I would love that Norway did the same. Uh, but yeah. And I also like the uh, in the Melody Grand Prix that they had like uh, live orchestra. It was very nice. Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah, I uh, I love it. Fyr och flamme. Uh, so eight points. Oh wow! It's very refreshing for this semifinal. 
Oh yes, it is absolutely. Mm. I think it's a great song to end the show with. I f- feel like mm. they've done something similar to what Melfast usually does with like putting Arbingana or a very sort of like almost like a joke song towards the end uh, to finish the contest off. Uh, I find this very amusing. Uh, I think the singer is quite cute uh, in a like nerdy sort of way. Uh, I also have no idea what they're singing about. My Danish is absolutely terrible. Uh, I only can hear, I recognize like some words like, but that's it. Uh, No idea what he's singing about, but it's joyful. I like the sort of um, 80s vibe to it. It definitely feels like a song that could have represented Denmark in like 82 or something. Uh, This, it's fun, it's fun. But also, I feel like his vocals live aren't as good as the recorded one. I feel like he isn't really a singer. I think this is actually... Are they an actual band or are they more like a joke group? Comedy I group? I thought they were partners. <laughs> oh, no, I think they're very... At least the singer, I think, is straight. Yeah. Yes. He, Sadly. Jesus. Sadly. He, yeah. looked like he, he looks like he fell into a gay man's closet then, in that case. <laughs> oh, yeah. He fell into your closet. <laughs> he'd, be a, he'd have a lot more sequencing if he was in my closet, honey. <laughs> uh, no, but I'm going to give Denmark five points. Uh, and I do, when it comes to their chances of um, going through to the final, it's hard to say, but... I mean, definitely going out last, I think, is to their advantage. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Be- and they have Finland and Iceland in the same, same way also. So. Yeah. I think it will resonate with those countries. I'm just really worried it won't resonate at all with the Balkan countries that are in no, the no, semifinal. And there's a no. lot of them in here as well. True, true. Uh, but you know what, guys? Now we have our 10 songs that we, together with our previous guest, uh, think should qualify from semi final two. Should we go through it? Please. Oh, yeah. So, our Melovision winner of semi final two, I'm very pleased with this, it's Serbia. Hurricane, loco, loco. <laughs> Joe that was surprising. Joe was like, "What the fuck?" Um, <laughs> yes. And then in a, it's a, it's not even, it's three songs that got twenty-one points. It's San Marino, Switzerland, and Denmark. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. We gave the same amount of points to Denmark as we did to Switzerland. That, that, that's. I'm sure. That's uh, that's probably not how it's going to go down on the Thursday. I think. Uh, and then it's. I mean, the scores. Just comparing the semi-final one and two, the scores in semi-final two are low. Uh, then we go to the next song, which is 19 points. It's Greece. And then we jump down to 15. We have a tie between Czech Republic and Albania. Mm. Okay. And then in with 14 points, it's Moldova. Sugar, sugar. Wow, guys, that was low score. I am yeah. surprised at And then the last one to qualify with 12 points, it's Estonia. Oh. Estonia? Yeah. Okay. Estonia. I've been lucky now, enough to see the staging for Estonia. Uh, I can't tell you how. Super Secret Squirrel knows someone that's working on the Estonian staging, and it's mm-hmm. good. It's really good. Yeah. Actually... Not Iceland? Actually, uh, no. Iceland got 10 points. Shut the front door. We had... Yeah. Lost your mind. Who was... Uh, oh, we had uh, Craig as a guest, and he gave them zero. And you, Philip, gave them I'll only two. Yeah, I don't like Iceland. <laughs> But, yeah. I gave them eight, so don't blame me. I tried. I tried my best. Uh, actually, it was a tie between the last spot, uh, Estonia, Poland, also with 12 points, and uh, Bulgaria. So, yeah. But yeah. This had... is hard to bet. It's very hard. Do you think... Well, I guess, Joe, you think we missed one country in Iceland. Oh, absolutely. I think Iceland will go through with, uh, could even win this semi. I think it'll be a close run thing between uh, Iceland, uh, Switzerland and San Marino for the winners of this semi-final. Mm. And I guess you could say that we might have forgotten about Bulgaria being one of the favourites to win the whole competition. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but they're not actually up there as they were like a couple of months back. Uh, I think they're no. down at like fifth or something right now. Uh, so yeah, but this is a very hard semi because it's so bad, and <laughs> we it, and we usually enjoy a hard semi. Oh yeah, absolutely love a hard <laughs> semi. Uh, so that's what we think. But let's move on to the last two songs that we're going to talk about in these pre Eurovision episodes. It's the last two of the big five, and let's start with La España, Spain, and last year's uh, uh, artist Blas Canto and the song Voy a quedarme. Si el mundo se derrumba hoy O qué pasará mañana Que yo de tu lado no me voy Voy a quedarme Prometo quererte más que ayer Voy a besarte Me levanto como la primera vez Y dejar atrás el miedo Con tu alma entre mis dedos que Are you feeling the heat? They do this every year, Spain, or the last two years, uh, this year and last year. They release the song quite early doors. I think it's brilliant. Uh, and then all the other songs are released and it's just left somewhere lurking towards the bottom for me. It's a song that I enjoy listening to, but it's not a song that ever really pops back into my head. You know, I don't ever find myself humming this or it sticking in my head. I think it's maybe just a little bit beige. Uh, again, very similar to last year's song. Um, I can't really say I love his vocal either. He seems like quite a sweet guy. Um, mm. But I, uh, yeah, I don't see this troubling, not only the left side, but even the top 15. For me, it would be maybe a four point. Mm. Yes, uh, it's a Spanish ballad. Do I need to say more? Um, yeah, what if you don't want to? It's very predictable. I've heard it so many times in Spain. Uh, yeah, but it's not bad. He can sing. It's a Spanish ballad, so four points. Oh, we're all in sync on this one. I'm going to give it points. quattro points as well. Uh, yeah, I think this is, sounds very, very familiar, very typical. Spanish ballad. Uh, I do like it towards the end. It feels like it comes to live a bit. Um, but I definitely liked last year's song, Universo, much more than this one. I agree. Uh, and that had something. This feels very dated. Very dated. And yeah, this won't be a, a great year for Spain, I think. Um, no. No. Mm -mm, sad to say. Uh, the last big five that we're going to talk about is, of course, the lovely United Kingdom. And again, with the, the uh, artists that were supposed to represent the UK last year, James Newman. And this year, it's the song Embers. This is brilliant. And I don't say that because it's from the UK. You guys know that I am the first to say when we send a terrible song. Yeah. I said it last year. I said it in 2016. I said it in 2015. And what has always really irked me about the UK is that we send something that does not sound like it came from the UK. You know, we have such a, like you Swedes do, we have such a brilliant, vibrant music scene here in the UK. Mm. And we just send stuff that just is bland normally. I love this. This was exactly what I was hoping for from us for this year. It has a drum and bass vibe. It is upbeat. It has horns. It has a good vocal. It also doesn't sound like any other song in the competition which i think is a brilliant thing uh, mm -hmm. when i listen to this and it comes on i want to turn it up i want the sun to shine i want the windows to come down in the car 
I always sing along at the top of my voice. Uh, I think it's such a great sound. It's very Jess Glynn. Mm. Uh, it's also really super like a rudimental song, which makes so much sense because uh, I know James Newman uh, obviously is singing, but has also uh, written the song. He's written and worked with rudimental before and featured on some of their songs. I think it's great. I think the music video is also incredible. Um, and let's hope that they take some elements from that and put it into the staging. I mm. think this last year they spent a lot of money on the entries, how it felt. Uh, and I know the staging was going to be epic from what we've heard. Um, they've definitely thrown money out this. Um, I love it. Uh, I'm sort of torn with this between a 12 and a 10. Uh, it mm. was my favorite song for a little while. Then my second favorite It's just fallen out of my top three. So for that reason, I'm going to give it 10 points. Mm. Yeah. Yes. So I uh, love the UK entry and I don't throw that out very much. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I love this song. I put it on repeat. I really love it. I love the title, Embers. It's just amazing. Uh, and I really think this song will become a huge hit on Sweden, Swedish radio, Swedish Spotify. Uh, it's very made for like Swedish radio. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I love the video. I think he is sexy. So I will give UK 12 points. Oh my god. Yeah. It's one of my favorites this year. It's one of my favorites. I really want UK to do well. I would love to UK to win. Let's go to Manchester 2022. Let's go to Manchester. Yeah, I, I really love it. I think it, it deserves to go higher on the betting charts. It's really, really good. Mm. Yeah, so am I gonna be a party pooper? No, I'm not. Uh, I think this is a great song, a great entry for the UK. Uh, as you said, Joe, this actually sounds like a UK song for once. Uh, no other country could have sent this song, uh, otherwise it just would have sounded fake, I guess. Um, this is a great song and a great singer uh and he is a snack although a big <laughs> snack but he is a snack um yeah t 10 points for me uh it's not one of my favorite songs this year uh like my top three but it's definitely up there on my top five absolutely uh so yeah 10 points great song Ooh. yeah we're really i'm really excited to see what, what happens i mean uh I've wanted us to get to that left side of that board so much. I thought we were going to do it uh, in 2017 in the Ukraine mm. uh, with uh, Lucy Jones. Um, but yeah, I feel like this is the year. And I feel like all it needs, we've seen it with so many countries recently, like Bulgaria. It just takes one good entry to change the fortunes, you know, and how the competition is perceived and how we mm -hmm. feel about the competition. I feel like this could be a turning point for the UK at Eurovision. Um, yeah, I'm really excited to see what happens. Uh, and I would not be surprised to see his betting odds shorten once we get into the rehearsal phase of the competition. Mm. Um, I'm excited for the first time in a long time. My only concern with it is that if it is drawn in the first half of the final, there's a high likelihood that this will go first, I think. Oh, yeah. Mm. I, my biggest concern is the fact that he doesn't seem to be a great dancer. And that's an issue with a song this up-tempo and upbeat. Um, feel like they need to do something there to either disguise the fact that he can't dance or give him some proper choreography. Uh -huh. But yeah, that Yeah, actually, I think they're not... Uh, that's actually uh, the second highest score overall with 32. Wow. This must have never happened in the history never. of this podcast. UK in the top three. <laughs> Only beaten by Israel with 34. So, yeah. Wow. Guys, uh, my heart is so happy right now. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's really good. You really deserve good. it. You deserve it. Very good. After Very good. so many shitty years, yeah. Uh, we've gone from Electro Velvet to this in seven years. Now, we deserve an award for that. Yeah, yeah. That's a journey and a half. Mm -hmm. Joe, what's uh, your favourite of all 39? Uh, without a doubt, Malta. Uh, I think Malta. Uh, for me, uh, it's, it's changing. Two and three changes a lot between um, San Marino and Cyprus. They're the other two that I do like. 
I've got, I mean, but there's real big question marks for me around the live vocal there for Cypress and San Marino. So mm. uh, I think it's going to be Malta uh, and by quite a way, I think as well. We know that she can sing. Girl has got pipes. We know yes. that. Mm. Um, and the song is awesome. The message is awesome. It's exciting. It's kind of like, fresh but also familiar which i love um i love the uh, spoken word element at the, at the start i really hope they keep elements of that in there um it reminds me a lot of a beyonce song that was around a little while ago uh, with um Nicki minaj i think um yeah i think this has it all malta definitely is the full package um i just think it's just staging now is the only, obviously the only question mark I know we felt like this. Do you remember when we felt like this about France in 2016 and then the staging was just a pile yeah. of crap? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, and I, he I couldn't sing. So. <laughs> and he yeah. couldn't sing. Where we know that Destiny is an epic singer. She just has... I just love it. I love the whole thing. I love the message. love the song. Hope the staging goes well. Uh, I definitely think it's Malta's to lose at the moment. Yeah. We gave her... She came in third overall with 30 points. So okay. top three, Israel, UK, and Malta. I'm surprised to see Israel at the top. I will uh, oh, honey. be honest. It's just me and you, apparently. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Well, you know, we our guests gave it 10 points, so we, mm, we're not okay. completely off. Uh, if we look at the big five, obviously landslide win from the UK uh, with 32. Uh, number second was Italy with 22, uh, and then in Great third, song. yeah, and then in third mm -hmm. France with 19, and then I mean, should we even mention Germany? Uh, nine I points. I love Germany. <laughs> <laughs> Have you followed? You all need to go and follow Yendrik on Instagram. He is the yeah. most cutest, adorable, positive. Guy. Is this selection by erection, yo? Absolutely. <laughs> a little. <laughs> no, I do love the song. I hated it when I first heard it, but I, I really, really enjoy it now. I mm. think it will be a tonic uh, this year in the live final. Oh, well, we'll see. I mean, we haven't really spoke about, well, obviously we've given our, our scores, Philip, to all the songs, but what are, what, what is your absolute favorite song? Is it Malta? My, yeah, of course. Yeah. Malta. I, I want to go to Malta next year. I mm. see ourselves on, like, by the pool in our oh, songs, yes, like, drinking margaritas. Songs, songs <laughs> on the feet or on the waist area? Both. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Well. I love it. I want to go to Malta. Yeah. Mm. Two weeks. Yes, two weeks. Sign me up. We should start booking hotels right now. Just in yeah. Uh, definitely. Well, I my absolute favorite this year, uh, without a doubt, is Israel. I'm happy to go back to Tel Aviv, although my wallet says no. Uh, but yeah, I I just think that song has everything. Uh, it depends. On some days, I think Croatia is my number one. But in overall, yeah, Israel absolutely the best song this year. Do you think that Israel would translate well into a live performance? Oh yeah, I think I think I've I've put out like a red flag for this because I think this could be the fuego of the year where like when it comes to the live performance, bam, she will nail it. It could happen, or we could have Cyprus 2018 all over again. True, true, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think she is a lot more confident on stage and has a way better voice than Tamta. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> and if we went back to Israel, we could have. Big party. Big night, party. Every night. Big party. <laughs> it was so much fun in Tel Aviv. I loved it. Yeah, it was a great host country. So, but I mean, I'm, I would be very happy and fine to go to Malta as well. Uh, never been. Please. Love to go. Absolutely. Uh, is there any chance any other country can compete with Malta? Or is it is it like a netta year where it's like, yeah, it's done? France or Switzerland. Very different songs. Yeah, I, uh, I mean, I think France is uh, a dark horse. Um, France, I would, I would completely agree with Philip. Actually, France and Switzerland. Mm. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I hate those two songs. So um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but I guess, I mean, I guess you have to trust the betting charts. I would love to see the UK up there. So yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, competing. I mean, I, I, 
I think it's a big, it would be a big leap for us. So I can't see it happening at the moment. I actually don't think that I, I love the song. The song is brilliant. I don't think it's a winning song. Um, and I would love to go to Paris or Nice and be chomping on a baguette or a pan of chocolat mm. in May next year. So yeah, yeah. Absolutely mm. French win. Yeah. And who knows? I mean, it could be. Uh, well, I don't know. I'm, I'm still, I'm still a bit concerned. And I say concerned about Sweden. Might be one of those dark horses as well, actually. Um, but yeah, it's not a favorite of mine. Only gave it six no, no. points. So, are there any um, fans you forget favorites? the song in this like lineup? Yeah. Oh, I love the song. Though. I do love the Swedish song. It's in my top five for sure, and I think he's great. as why well. I love to surf. Are there any songs that are real fan favorites that you think are not going to qualify? Mm. A fan favorite. Mm. Cyprus could be one of those. You think so? No. Iceland. Wow. I mean, yeah, Iceland has uh... a lot to live up to uh, this year. And I don't necessarily think the song is better than last year. Um, Could be hard for them. But, I mean, they're lucky they are in the second semifinal. Yeah. San Marino depends on her voice. Mm, Yeah, I mean, she's And staging. I think the vocal then the staging is a worry as well. I think Moldova might struggle to go through, and I think that is be, be a big fa- favourite amongst a lot of the fans at the moment. But I do think maybe that could be one that we see fall away. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think um, we um, talked about it in um, a previous episode. I think this will be the year that Australia won't qualify. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, I don't think the, str- the song is strong enough. Um, I don't like the, 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 official, the official performance that has been put on YouTube and has been uploaded is bad. I think if you're watching it on YouTube, definitely go have a listen to the studio version. Hmm. Um, I think this will, I, I actually think it will do quite well. But then I always love Australia, don't I? Every single year I say, <laughs> well, I Every Australia year. is in with a chance this year. <laughs> it's the first year since they entered the competition. I'm not saying I think they have a chance this year. Um, mm. But I like her, and I saw her interview the other day, and she, I thought she was a little contrived when she first won Australia Decides. Uh, she performed barefoot, and she didn't mm. have any table, she didn't have a table in the green room, and she was sitting on the floor, uh, and I, I don't know, it didn't really sit with me, but I saw her interviewed the other day, and she came across as warm and friendly and charming, and uh, I hope she goes through. I have a lot of, uh, I have a lot of friends down under, so fingers crossed for those guys. Oh, yeah. Will be fun for a win. Well, it's always the concern, like, where will they host it? But I guess we'll figure that out. Manchester. 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 <laughs> yeah. Please. Yeah. Or right. I'd love to go to Sydney, but, you know, don't think that will happen. Well, um, I think that's it for this episode and for our pre-Eurovision shows. Uh, and, of course, we'll try to upload some stuff uh, in the middle of the Eurovision week. And... Uh, and I'm super excited now. I'm all pumped up. Let's do this. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. Uh, where yeah. are you guys watching uh, the show? I think we'll watch it at home. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah, I'm going up to Stockholm. Yeah. To watch it with Joachim and the guys. Fabulous. Well, uh, I'm going to be watching it here at home in Manchester. Uh, but mm-hmm. I know I'm going to be speaking to you guys on the day for a bit of a quiz and stuff. Oh, so, yes. Uh, I'm really yeah. looking forward to that. And we will do. Uh, we will have some fun then. I hope. Oh yeah, it will be a different year, but at least we will get a Eurovision. It feels like now. I yeah. feel certain that we will see something at least on the night. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Uh, thank you so much, Joe, for joining us. Oh, a pleasure. Always, always a pleasure. My beautiful little Sam Law. <laughs> uh, hopefully, uh, you have me back. Uh, oh again yes. Next year, and I really hope that we are able to get together. Oh, before yeah. then and have all the Swedish bands I can't wait we need it we need it uh, thank you so much Philip thank you and thank you guys for listening and tuning in for all these episodes and don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any surprise episodes coming up during the Eurovision week and when you're listening to this Eurovision is happening next week how exciting how exciting uh, yeah Thanks for us. Thanks for listening. Bye. Hello. Bye.